Glory to God. Someone said something that always amazes me. That if God doesn't do anything for you, he has done enough. <laughs> I very much believe that. But you know who God is? God is a God that likes to show off. He has never shown up in your, he has never shown off in your life. Ah, then that means you are set for a miracle. Amen. If God has never shown off in your life, that means you are set for a miracle. One pastor was, was teaching us which day, and he was teaching us about the Holy Spirit. And he said that something happened one day, and that he was in his house, he was sleeping, and the Holy Spirit took him in a trance to go and see someone's cutting in their house. That, come and see, come and see. My son, Teju, he bought a new cutting in his house. And he said, Holy Spirit, how, is, how does this concern me? And I'm sleepy. You carried me in a trance to come and see somebody's cutting. He said, I like showing you new things, man. You don't like seeing new things. God is that type of person. He just likes showing up. And he will show up for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Our topic today is um, beyond expectations. Can we open our Bible to Matthew 14, 13 to 21? Matthew 14, 13 to 21. Blessed Father, we exalt you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Matthew 14, 13 to 21. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on, the, on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. He gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 baskets full of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate were about 5,000 men besides women and children. Hallelujah. For a person to do beyond expectations, it means they have taken an unexpected action, done it, and excelled at it. Amen. Amen. For example, if I tell you, okay, I'm going to jump over a seven-feet high jump. I'm six feet tall. And I'm chubby. You don't expect me to succeed at it, right? You naturally don't expect me to succeed at it. But if I actually do it and excel, I excel at it, I have exceeded your expectations, right? I have gone beyond your expectations. Now, for that to, for someone to go beyond an expectation, it means there was an expectation in the first place, right? But then they did something that exceeded that, right? So let's analyze the text for a bit. Jesus was sad. Let's, let's go over Matthew 14 briefly. At the beginning of Matthew 14, between verses 1 to 12, was when John the Baptist was beheaded by someone's request. And Jesus was sad about it. Oh, my cousin, my foreigner, gone. Amen. He had reason to be sad. So being sad, he withdrew to a solitary place. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to. Let me just find somewhere. Be sad, communicate with the Father, Holy Spirit, thank you, come and comfort me, those kind of things. So he withdrew. When he withdrew, 
the crowd the crowd followed him the crowd that usually follows him place to place heard about him going there and they followed him now let's think about what will be expected in this situation in this situation you expect that oh jesus you lost someone oh they'll come and comfort him they'll give him gifts maybe fruits don't be angry eat some apple we've got some pineapple for you here right because that's usually what we do when someone loses someone right we go visit them we sit with them we talk to them to encourage them hear them out those kind of things or you or you expect him maybe you accept their kindness and say oh thank you so much as far as jesus now oh thank you for this gift you have brought me there maybe he'll teach one small sermon and send them on their way as far let's make it not be like say i know impact their life before they go that kind of a thing is expected right but then jesus did something else jesus that was meant to be comforted had compassion on them and started healing the sick among them he didn't just preach a sermon. No, he did miracles for them. And then when it was evening time that you, that you expect, okay, let them be going. The disciples were already waiting. Somebody that is sad. People are still collecting healing from you. You are so shameless. Oh God, oh God Jesus, it's, it's evening. They should come and be going to their house. Let this bread reach everybody, I beg. Send them on their way. It's expected of his disciples to say so now because... I mean, five loaves of bread and two fishes. We are counted one, two, three, four. We are twelve. How can it? Twelve of us plus thirteen. Jesus, how can he share and reach all of us? But Jesus said, "No, don't send them away. Bring it." And he blessed the food. This was not five thousand people. The Bible says that they counted five thousand men. It didn't say that they counted the women and children. So let's calculate. Let's say um, each man brought his wife and one child. Let's say he sent the women into Jerusalem school. To go and learn, but he came with his wife and one child, Abby. So we're looking at fifteen thousand people, right? Then you now include thirteen because Jesus and his twelve disciples, right? So that day, the miracle of feeding the five thousand was actually about fifteen thousand thirteen people. Amen. Not only did Jesus heal them and have compassion on them. He exceeded their expectation by feeding them. This is how good our God is. Can we clap our hands together for Jesus? God is so mighty. Now, why does this text matter to you? <clears throat> I'll tell you why. I mean, it's Jesus. Jesus did beyond expectation. That doesn't mean I can, right? Jesus is in a league of his own. You can't really compare to him. Even though I want to look like him, I don't expect to be able to feed 5,000 people. Right? Fine. Let's go into the Bible. <clears throat> First of all, because God is good, he does good things. So we can, inspect, we can expect that if you are going to do beyond expectations, you must be a good God. But are we, are we gods? First of all, we don't even qualify as God, not talk of qualifying as good gods. Amen. Even though you said, yeah, God's on earth, little children, don't forget that. But hold that thought. So now let's come. What is the criteria for me as a human being to be able to do beyond expectation? While reading the Bible, I found three. <laughs> and the three scenarios in which people can do beyond expectations is one, by the hand of God. Two, by the help of the Holy Spirit. And three, by the grace of God at work in you. 
1 by the hand of God. Let's go over by the hand of God. 1 Kings 18, 41 to 46. It's a popular text that we read often. Elijah was up on Mount Carmel watching for rain to come because he asked the rain to be held three years ago and he's all as I don't do miracle now, these people don't believe, made the rain return. So he's on Mount Carmel waiting for the rain to come and he's been begging God, ah Father, let this rain come. He sent his servants, has it come? It has not come. Has it come? It has not come. Seven times he went, came back. Servant said, ah sir, I saw one small cloud that is rising out of the sea. He said that is the rain. Ahab, he had already told Ahab earlier in that text that Ahab should go and eat. They were on the same Mount Carmel, you go and eat me, I'll go and pray. Ahab did not even offer him bread, but that's a different matter. Ahab went to go and eat. He now sent his servants. Go after him. Go and tell him that a rain is about to start. A very heavy rain is about to start. Tell him to start going down to Jezreel, which is the seat of Ahab's throne in Israel. Remember that Ahab was the king of Israel. Once again, Ahab, being his usual self, did not offer Elijah a ride. Got into his chariot, four horses. Oh yeah, let's go. They started going. God, who knew that Elijah was still on the mountain, his hand rested on Elijah. And Elijah ran ahead of four horses to Jezreel and went to go and wait for Ahab there. After he have arrived, the hand of God is able to give you speed and is able to make you do beyond the expected. Amen. But you say, um, that's the Old Testament. Okay, let's come to the New Testament. Acts 8, 26 to 39. Philip. Philip, one of the apostles. The Holy Spirit told him to go talk to a eunuch. And then he got up, went after the eunuch. This eunuch was racing through the desert. This eunuch was, let me explain who this eunuch was. This eunuch was a member of the court of the queen of Utopia, of Ethiopia, sorry, of Ethiopia. And he was in charge of finance. So let's say he's the minister of finance, for example. Minister of finance traveling in the olden days, at least you have four chariots, before horses for his chariot, right? Let's say at, at least you have four chariots. But Philip ran and was on par with him. I was like, bro, Safa, they are reading the Bible. Ah, can I join you? Someone who was inside a chariot with four horses. He ran after them and caught up with him because the hand of the Lord was upon him. Okay, let's say that one is an apostle, right? All right. Acts 11.21 Some believers were preaching in Antioch and converted a lot of Greeks. Some believers, they don't even have name. They were some believers like you and I. But the hand of the Lord was upon them. And they were talking to other people. And the light of God was shown through them for them to become Christians as well. By the hand of God, you will do beyond expectations. By the hand of God, I will do beyond expectations. In the mighty name of Jesus. Two, by the help of the Holy Spirit. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. My favorite verse of the Bible. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good. And healing those who were oppressed by the devil because God was with him. By the help of the Holy Spirit, you can do beyond expectations. Can we count how many people Jesus healed? Sometimes he just said he healed the sick because we start counting. Even John that likes details said he healed the sick. 
and left it there. Amen. How do I know? Because the closing portion of the book of John, he says many things that Jesus did, blanket statements, so they won't ask him one by one. Oh yeah, which other one did he do that he did not write? I don't know. Please don't ask me. Amen. So he puts closing statement there. Many things that Jesus did, some of which were not recorded. Hallelujah. Because Jesus healed an unmentionable number of people. But we'll say it's Jesus now. Of course, he had the Holy Spirit's help. All right. Acts 10, 46, at 44 to 46. Peter was preaching a message to people who they believed did not deserve Jesus did not deserve God. He was preaching to unbelievers, not just unbelievers, to Gentiles. And while he was preaching, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they began to speak in tongues. And the Jews that were there, everybody was there. So these people too can receive the Holy Spirit. Yes. By the help of the Holy Spirit, they did beyond expectations. Amen. And the most famous one, the place where the Holy Spirit descended, may not be like, say, he didn't come. The day he showed up, Acts 2, 1 to 13, he was like, as I have shown, tongues of fire on everybody's head one time. Amen. And everybody started speaking in different languages. How do I know? Because some of them, they came out of the upper room where they had locked themselves up. And people met them on the road and was like, ah, how come I understand this guy's language? How come I understand that? How come this guy is speaking my language? Amen. They did the unexpected, uneducated men did the unexpected by the help of the holy spirit you will do beyond expectations in jesus name by an extension of god's grace the final one matthew 14 29 to 33 after jesus um fed the five thousand he told his disciples go ahead of me i'll join you people shortly so all of them went they were in a boat as usual fastest means of transport for them and then around night time, Jesus came walking on water to, to come and join them. And all of them were shocked. Ah, who is that? What is going on? That's why I've been with Jesus. So fear has still fear is still ruling their hearts heavily. God help them in Jesus' name. And Jesus came on water, and they're like, Ah, how can that be you? And he's like, Don't be afraid, it's me, it's me. They're like, Okay, if it's you, Peter, if it's you, ask me to come and join you. And he said, Come. And Peter got up and walked on water they never said jesus carried him when they were coming back no he went with him although he shook we'll talk about that although he shook jesus held him up and they walked back into the boat amen so every miracle that jesus did there was an extension of grace for you and i too to do the same the minute he did it there was an extension of grace for you and I to do the same. By the extension of God's grace, you and I will do beyond expectation in the mighty name of Jesus. Then you say, ah, with things like this, who would not want to do beyond expectation? Ah, you'll be surprised though. There are people who don't want to. For example, Pharaoh. Do you think Pharaoh wanted anything like beyond expectation to happen? He liked the status quo. He liked it so much they had to do 10 plagues before the guy realized that, oh, my people will be destroyed though. Amen. So there are people who genuinely do not want the move of God. They don't appreciate it. They are, what is that? I beg, please, the way things are, I'm enjoying it. But you say, 
Even those who wanted the move of God, didn't they still fail at some point? Yes. Because they are human. Peter moved his eyes away from Jesus was why he sank. He, he became, he started fearing in his heart. He said, ah, how can I actually be walking on water? That's what made him be uh, sink. The Bible says in, I think, Mark 9.23, all things are possible to him that believe. All things are possible to him that believe. The thing is for you to say you believe and actually believe it. The miracle is left for God to do. Amen. Play your part in believing and let God do the miracle. God will do a miracle in us in Jesus' name. So you ask yourself, why is it that I am not operating in beyond expectation? That's a very good question and I'll answer it for you. One, you enjoy the average life. A lot of us enjoy the average life. Yeah. King Konji, King Lossi Shosh, King Padawa, King Jeng, King Sun. Kotuntala, King Lossi Bisha. Oh, sorry, for those who don't speak Yoruba. Let me go to church, come back, eat, sleep. When tomorrow comes, let me go to work, come back from work, eat, sleep. I don't want any potopoto on my garment. I don't want any change in my own day. Just let the day just be going like that. Some of us enjoy the average life. Wow, miracle, what is that? Let the people, even if miracle not the tire Jesus, let it happen to those people. I can be beholding it. So I can tell my friends when next we meet, usually on Saturday, you know, when we go out and sit down. I want the average life. That's why some people don't live in beyond expectations. Two, you don't want to close the distance between you and God. It's the truth. Some people like the I know God, but not too much. I like a relationship like that. Walker, what is that? Why should I walk in church? I'm okay. Mm, all the people that work in church, what have they collected from God since? Amen. Some people don't want to close the distance between themselves and God. They enjoy the the enough. The you show up in, in church two Sundays every three months. Let me they not turn you into permanent member. Amen. Don't let them get used to my face. The minute they get used to my face, they'll be cheating me anyhow. That's how some people think. You are reluctant to obey God and do His will. Why should God give you grace for miracles and for beyond expectations when you want to obey Him? Some of us criticize Moses for hitting the rock when he should have spoken to it. If you were some of us, it's not just hit that will hit, will bring a bulldozer. We'll run over the rock because these people, they are, do they know who I am? Amen. Some of us, doing God's will is all, this guy, you are in heaven, if you really want to do things, why don't you just show up to earth? It's not as if you haven't taken a physical form before. Amen. That's how some people think. They don't see benefit in obeying God. What's that? Four, you don't ask for the prosperity of God's will on earth. You don't want his kingdom to increase. You don't like discipline. Neither do you like the oppression of the Holy Spirit in you. You don't even like the fruit of the Spirit. Is it something I can eat? Since I can't eat it, I don't need it. Amen. How can you do beyond expectations? How can? Think about it like this. It makes sense for me to have the gift of healing if I have compassion on people. Right? 
if I have patience with people, it makes sense for me to have the wealth of the Gentiles. Doesn't it? If I have self-control, it makes sense for me to own 30 industries that are sponsoring 50,000 children to school every year. Doesn't it? Exactly. So why should God waste that grace on you when you can give it to someone who will do it? My final charge to us, come to God if you are tired of average. If you want to do beyond expectations, come to God. If you think there is more, come to God. If you know that you are helpless without God, come to God. If you are ready to do His will, come to God. If you crave the move of the Holy Spirit, come to God. If you pray for the prosperity of the church, come to God. The Bible says in Romans that the goodness of God is what brings salvation. God was good to Peter. He dazed Peter so much. Luke 5, 1 to 11. Luke 5, 1 to 11. He dazed Peter so much that Peter said, Master, what must I do to be saved? The goodness of God is what brought about salvation. It it asks me sometimes, but I understand. When we go for evangelism and we give them a check and they are are not giving us money. And sometimes I feel like, Father, why can't I lay my hands on someone who is sick here and they will be well? Or why can't I lay my hands on the blind and they will receive their sight? So that people will know that God's goodness exists. That's a surefire way to bring people to salvation. I'm rounding up. Beyond expectation is possible. It's not a far-fetched idea. Ask yourself, where have I been average and where have I enjoyed averageness? Because the Bible says Elijah was a man like us, a man of like passion. But he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, this rain, hold it. And he was going. And God held the rain. He became hungry. God provided for him. And he told me, somebody that said they should hold the rain, no. He asked for the rain to be held, though. He now became hungry in the drought he created. But God still fed him. Because God honors his children. Will God do beyond expectations in your life? Yes. We will allow him to. Is the follow-up question. Can we rise to our feet? Father, I am a vessel. I am someone that is available for your use. I want to be used by you. That is our prayer this morning. Father, I am your vessel. I want to be used by you. Beyond expectation, Lord, I want to be used by you. Jesu, Jesu, my love, I want to make you smile, I want to make you proud, Jesu, Jesu, my love, I want to make you proud. 
to make you smile. Let's sing it like we mean it. Jesus, Jesus, my love, I want to make you smile. I want to make you proud. One more time, say Jesus, 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 my love, I want to make you smile. I want to make you proud. I want to give an opportunity to everyone who is tired of average. Just lift your hands to heaven and say, Father, I am tired of average. I want to be excellent. I hope you know that doing beyond expectation is being excellent. Father, I want to do beyond expectation. I want to exceed expectation in everything I do. Lord, come and have mercy on me for choosing mediocre over you. For choosing not to obey your will. Father, I believe now that there is more. I know now that there is more. I know that there is more to healing, more to deliverance, more to everything I do. I know that in every aspect of my life, Lord, you can show up and change my life. Father, come and have mercy on me. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Now let's take this prayer point to say, Father, for the rest of my life, let me go beyond expectation. In every aspect of my life, let me go beyond expectation. Let me surprise myself. Let your hand rest upon me. Let your, let your grace be upon me. Let the Holy Spirit be at work in me. Prayer in Jesus' name.